Well, we got uh, Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, but I want to mention some of the sponsors that we've got here from uh, Brown Valley helping us with the basketball. Iowa Tire there in Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, uh, Livestock Risk Management Partners of Minneapolis. 4M Plumbing of Washington. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Real Smart uh, Highlights in Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. And the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. Uh, Andy, you were at a, a, a big game tonight here, which always a big game. Winfield and Waco, uh, Waco, uh, the Travelers tonight. Uh, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, excuse me for my uh, raspy voice. I think my voice has about a, a day left in it before it's all the way gone. Well, I know you've been pushing it pretty hard today. And yeah. I'm sure that uh, um, a Waco-Winfield matchup in any kind can be a little strain on a feller's voice, can it? Oh, I, I can guarantee it was a strain on uh, the people in red and the people in blue on the opposite sides of the uh, court there. Uh, there was a lot of yelling. Both at the players and the uh, officials. <laughs> well, Scotty Melvin's watching this game. Jeff Mills was at this game. I was watching this game. This had the eyes uh, uh, of the of the you know the basketball fan, the high school basketball fan in in, in this area. Uh, uh, pretty much compelling. It's a pretty compelling matchup. And boy, it turned out to be a pretty good game. And Waco really came on hard at the end, didn't they? They did. Uh, you know, I think the difference early on was, so, you know, in this game, Waco shooters um, kind of had to make shots to, to offset because uh, no matter how good your bigs are, you know, Winston Union is always going to have an advantage um, on the glass and inside. And they just, you know, Waco couldn't hit any shots early. Winston Union uh, uh, stormed out to, you know, like an 18-point lead at one point. Uh, Winfield really was playing. Though those first three uh, – Quarters, Winfield uh, put on a clinic defensively. They got so many offensive rebounds. Um, I thought that, you know, despite the fact that they were finally playing a team that had size, uh, Cam Buffington and Abram Edwards really didn't miss a step um, down low, especially rebounding. Uh, at the beginning of the third quarter, Gabriel Hemsworth went off for nine points in the blink of an eye. That was a huge switch to where it kind of made it like it was kind of close, but then all of a sudden it looked like it might be a blowout in Winfield's favor. And then uh, right down to the wire there, uh, Hunter Hughes and Isaac Rich started to hit some shots outside. Uh, Colton Whitfield was making a lot of shots. Colton Whitfield was in foul trouble, uh, which didn't help the uh, rebounding effort for Waco. Um, they all finally started making shots and, and getting some steals. Um, but, uh, but on the other end, you know, Winfield Union did not leave the door open for them uh, with free throws. They only missed a couple down there towards the end. So I thought the whole game, and it ended up, I think, an eight-point win for WMU. But I thought the whole game was played well. There really weren't – I can't remember very many dumb turnovers or stupid shots that shouldn't have went up or, uh, you know, or, or stuff like that. It was it was good defense, and it was, you know, offense that sometimes beat the good defense, and, and you know, uh, people made shots at, at different times. And, uh, you know, there are a couple of big highlights. Um, one of the most exciting parts of the game was uh, – uh, while Winfield was on their run, you know, maybe up 15, 16 at this point, uh, Cam Buffington had a, a sick and one dunk. Um, it was over Colton Lichty. He got fouled by Lichty. Um, probably going to be the, the main picture in the uh, story uh, when it comes out 
uh, next yeah, next Tuesday's paper and online this weekend. And then on and then on the other end, Cold looked he got an and one on him right back. Uh, so uh, so that was pretty uh, pretty cool. A lot of people showed off their skills. So it was just a really well played game. Like, I thought the the pace of it and kind of the the feel of it was like a game that you'd see uh, over a state. You know, there it wasn't a runaway either way. Everyone had to work for their points, and, and there were a few highlight reel uh, plays every once in a while. Yeah, um, it's, it's what you want to see. If you want to see kids give give their all, lay it on the floor, uh, uh, good athletes go against each other in a in a competitive way, playing the game the right way. That this was a, a it was a joy to watch. I really enjoyed it. I agree. I think that uh, this game gave me more confidence that when Winfield and Union and Waco play against other really good teams, whether it be in the sub-state tournament or, you know, whenever, then I have more confidence in both of those schools after watching uh, this game. Yeah, well, what was the final score? Do you remember? Um, I think it would have been, uh, it was an eight-point game. Was it 56-48 or 60? 64-56, I believe. And um, Cam Buffington scored 23 points to lead with Mount Union. Uh, Hunter Hughes had 17 to lead Waco. Okay. Well, that was pretty cool. I mean, it was, uh, you know, everybody got their money's worth uh, uh, yeah. tonight, and, and uh, they do such a good job on the Waco uh, bro- uh, broadcast that you can watch it on YouTube, and it, it's uh, they do great commentators. Yeah, they do. They have, well, they have for, for a school, like, for just being like a school thing they put on, they have a great uh, product. Well, what was the atmosphere in the gym like tonight? Uh, it was probably more tense. Or, uh, you know, it's a rivalry. It's a game that I'm sure both teams and both fan bases have been um, waiting for for a long time. So there's a lot of, like, uh, you know, a little, little chirping the refs, a little frustration when, you know, the players for whatever team you were cheering for didn't do exactly what you wanted, which is normal. On the court, it was, for, for how big of a game, uh, game it was, it was, uh, you know, there was a lot of kind of laughing back and forth, you know, there are a lot of chatter between the Waco and Winfield kids, like nice chatter, and, uh, um, you know, it was a very funny part where uh, right at the beginning of the game, uh, Carter Lloyd had a really, really cheap foul uh, called on him against Hunter Hughes, and uh, the referee went to tell the scores table, and Hunter Hughes looked at Carter, and he basically was like, I don't think that was a foul. <laughs> and so there's a lot of stuff like that, you know, obviously the kids know each other pretty well. Uh, so it was good. Like you know, you know, a, a nervous energy and uh, and you know the Winfield crowd went crazy when Cam had that big dunk and when uh, Gabe Hemsworth had his big uh, nine point run. Um, so it was just a fun game, you know. It was a it was a game where it felt like you know both teams were kind of curious to know, you know, it was the first time they played each other where both teams were pretty much fully healthy. So it, it was the first time where um, the fans were able to see him go at it at full strength. Well. Um... Did you talk to any players or coaches or anything after the game? Uh, I talked to both coaches. I should have grabbed one of the players, but uh, with the way the turnaround is, and I've got big games tomorrow, and I just talked to all, all, all four coaches from the girls and boys. And, yeah, um, you know, um, uh, Paul uh, Kissel uh, mentioned that you know, they didn't make uh, a ton of plays early on. They, they, he said that uh, uh, a key was rebounding and um, basically that, they just didn't rebound very well at the beginning, and then when when Lichty gets in foul trouble, he's, he's one of your best rebounders. So um, that that didn't help. Um, and you know he kind of just talked about how hard of a team Winfield is to play against. And then uh, and then same on the other, you know Clay Clay Edwards talked about how uh, 
you know, this is a team that actually matches their their size and athleticism a little bit. And uh, how he was proud of, um, as you know, the big guys for for still producing and uh, you know, and and basically that it was a good thing that they got that big lead because because of how well uh, Waco played uh, in the in the few uh, final quarters there. And you know, something I, I asked uh, both of them about, uh, especially Paul, because um, this unless they play each other in the sub-state or the state tournament, this will be the last time that this group of Waco seniors plays this group of Winfield seniors. In the past, you know, four years, they've been two of the best teams, a lot a lot because of the senior class. In the past seven or eight years, Henry County has kind of been on the map because of, you know, it was New London and Waco at first, and they were always two of the best teams for so many years. And then right when Winfield was rising, uh, Waco stayed on top and New London was on top. Uh, just until last year, and so this might have been the last of this kind of area of uh, of Henry County boys basketball, where where those three schools just happen to be kind of at the top of their game, you know. Because I, I don't think you know both teams will still be pretty good. They got plenty of pieces for next year, but you know this might be the last time that was like this, where you're like both these teams, you know, or have the talent of like state tournament teams. Well, um, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? Um. Oh, I don't think so. I guess I should mention, I thought Abram Edwards had a super, super good game. He was he sure did. On, on the glass. I don't think he did anything wrong today. Uh, just a bunch of putback uh, opportunities that he cashed in. He got a bunch of rebounds. The same with Chase Waterhouse on the other end. Uh, uh, he kept Waco in it a couple times with just, like, tip-in uh, rebounds. So I really enjoyed just the battle on the boards, you know. Uh, that was pretty good. But And, again, again, I think uh, moving forward out of this game, this will put. I think this will uh, be a game where where the the ranking uh, people will be able to look at Winfield and see if they got a huge quality win. And uh, I think you know Waco will, will be able to play with anybody when it uh, comes to upstate time. All right. Well, uh, Holy Trinity. Uh, 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 just, there's not very many other games. I, I got some reports on some of the other stuff. Yeah. Holy Trinity got a win over uh, Wapolo today, uh, eighty-seven to fifty-six. Connor uh, Galing uh, uh, knocked down 31 points. Luke wow. Elling, uh, uh, 21. Lane Rung, 16. Max Rung, 10. Uh, Adam Sobak uh, 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 and Cody Jones knocked, and, and Nathan Boxall knocked in a basket. They moved to 11-4. Uh, and four. Uh, I've been kind of watching Wapolo, though, uh, and I'm kind of feeling like they might be um, in the running for most improved team in the second half. Well. Um, I don't have to get a chance to see them, uh, uh, and I don't know if you've ever had a chance to see Holy Trinity this year, but they're pretty great. Yeah, I'm excited for the chance. I, you know, I assume I'll probably see Holy Trinity at some point because I assume that if there's any other 1A teams that'll be in this local bracket because Holy Trinity's in Fort Madison, they'll probably be there. So I'm sure I'll see them eventually. I, I know Wapo. You know, the North has a lot of teams, you know, just below Waco and Winfield to where, you know, they have enough uh, – star power on the team, you know, you'll get like Hillcrest and Pekin um, to beat a lot of these top teams. So I haven't been able to see Wapolo yet. Uh, I usually see them eventually. So uh, so we'll see if I can uh, catch them here soon. Well, anyway, they've been getting some good wins. I know they, get, they got a hard-fought win over Columbus the other night. I think they uh, uh, picked up another win. They, they played pretty tough in a lot of games. So uh, some good things uh, they've got going up there. I've got uh, – one other score here, uh, Pella Christian just rolled all over Pekin. Uh, Pekin yeah. coming off that big win against Hillcrest, though. Uh, so, 
Uh, Pella Christians just got everything, man. I mean, yeah, they're, they they're like an octopus coming at you on stilts, man. I mean, so, uh, and they'll hit them through. Sometimes they hit that so many threes, the the damn uh, uh, the net melts and stuff. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't have really any other scores than that. Do Do you have anything? Some of these, so there's some teams that are going on that aren't on like the KCI scoreboard, like, for example, yeah. the Waco-Winfield game. So I don't know who's playing. I don't know if Sigourney's playing. I don't know. I know Kyoto's not. Uh, yeah, Kyoto's not. Um, Columbus and Lone Tree are playing tonight. Yes, not yes, I knew Columbus had a game. I wonder how that worked, turned out. And then Fairfield and uh, Fort Mass are Yeah, playing. I was watching that, too. Uh, let's see. I can get a quick score on uh, up-to-date score. So, it's 45-24, and there's only 30 seconds left in the game. Uh, no, wait, that's a timeout. It's a fourth period. You know, they've been – the defense has been, done really stellar tonight. Uh, but Keokuk has been a tough nut to crack as far as uh, putting points on against them. Uh, yeah. You know, they've been kind of – it's kind of a scrapping it out year for Fairfield, but I don't yeah. think they look terrible in this game. No, they, they have the defense to – stick with a lot of teams. I mean, they stuck with Keokuk basically the whole game. You're seeing them play uh, for Madison pretty close. Um, they, you know, they didn't do too terrible uh, uh, when they played uh, Mount Pleasant for the first, you know, two and a half quarters or whatever. So they just, you know, they lack the experience to, for a full, for a full four quarters, not only play great defense, mm-hmm. but then so five it's just points. Start, it's, there's eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, so. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I just saw Fairfield against Washington. They were up double digits on Washington. Uh, halftime. Um, uh, Sam Weed had a huge game. We've seen Riley Perkins go off for big numbers. They got Cooper Polanski back uh, just now, so they're actually just finally healthy. I mean, the Fairfield basketball hasn't been healthy in like three years because somebody always gets hurt at least in football. So, um, but yeah, so so as I said, it's not like they're going to be put like thirty points by the other conference teams. So um, they they have enough talent to 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 take out a team, and they'll probably get an opportunity no matter what. In the playoffs, at least, because the Southeast Conference usually plays against each other when they come out of the districts. Well, um, yeah, it. Uh, I don't think there's any other games tonight that I can think of. Uh, we don't know the Columbus score, um, but hopefully they'll get a. Hope that'll be a real good game. I think that's a game that they could win if they played. Uh, uh, Stiller. I don't know if they're going to play all the games. He said he, he thought that might be their last home game. But they also might have a, a game the February fifth against Columbus. He doesn't know. Yeah, well, it's funny because uh, so uh, in the north, so so they'll only play games, make up games towards the end of the year. Usually, if they actually matter in the standings in the north, and at this point, you know, Winfield has a stranglehold on the boys, but they might have to play because of the girls. Because actually, the Columbus and Lone Tree girls are tied for first place right now, and uh, Highlands only a game behind, so they might have to keep these. They might actually have to schedule these doubleheaders because the girls' uh, division won't be figured out until probably the last couple of games. All right. Well, uh, uh, speaking of, of comeback, uh, um, maybe a comeback team of the year is Fort Madison. Uh, uh, they yeah. got a big win over Mount Pleasant. Did you um, have the pleasure of seeing that, or you got any insight from that game? Uh, no, I saw them play Mount Pleasant the first time. Mount Pleasant beat them by two. But Fort Madison has always seemed like the team, whatever Mount Pleasant's at the top, Fort Madison is always the team that gives them the hardest games. Um, and I don't, to my knowledge, Fort Madison hasn't played Keokuk, right? Or did Keokuk play him already? 
Because I think that game got postponed, so I'm not sure if they've even played once against each other. But four Madison's right up there in the, you know, it's right now uh, those top four teams, Fort Madison, Mount Pleasant, Washington, and um, Keokuk are all, I think, two games uh, within each other. So that's still kind of up in the air. And Fort Madison plays really good defense, and they shoot. They have the shooters. Uh, Hunter Cresswell, for, for a big guy down low, is such a good shooter. So they can space the floor, and then you can play defense really well and shoot. It's kind of like the uh, like the small the small uh, NCAA tournament teams, like when, when UNI has a really good team where they just play super good defense and they can hit a bunch of threes. Well, now that the, the roads are semi-clear and you can kind of travel, uh, uh, these games are starting to pile up. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you've got a minute or two, let's uh, uh, real quick – just do some real quick hitters on uh, uh, some of these games Friday. Uh, For sure. And I'll uh, eventually I'll get uh, interrupted because I'm going to do my famous uh, round guy uh, order at McDonald's here. So. Oh, oh, we're going to McDonald's. Well, that, that is always exciting. Oh, so, wait a minute. This is actually, you know what, breaking news from the McDonald's in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. Uh, there's no line that I can see. So maybe I'll just order it here real quick and then uh, – uh, then we'll have, uh, then I'll be able to answer all the questions here. So the order's coming faster than I thought. I figured there'd be a line tonight, but I guess it is raining. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, uh, I'm going to, uh, talk up, throw some games out there and then maybe, uh, you can just listen to the, to the rundown. You can mention the ones that you want. Uh, the English yeah, Valley. Yeah, run it, run it down for me. English Valley Bears are going to play the Sigourney Savages. Uh, Washington Demons is going to head down to Mount Pleasant. That ought to be something. Uh, the Wilton Beavers are playing uh, Mid Prairie. I haven't got to see uh, uh, Mid Prairie yet this year. Highland Huskies uh, are going to Wapolo. Uh, that ought to be a good one. Lone Tree at Pekin seems like a good game. Uh, Columbus at Winfield Mount Union. Hillcrest at Waco. That has potential to be something good. Now, uh, Fairfield's playing Keokuk right now. It says here they're going to go down to Keokuk and play uh, uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, they, they play in Fort Madison right now and then Keokuk tomorrow night. Okay. Oh, they're playing Fort Madison right now. They're playing. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Mediap. Okay, so that's that's those games. Uh, are you are you done ordering? Or? Uh, yeah, hold on. I'm just giving my money right now. Cool, cool. I can get my wallet out of my pocket. Sorry about that. Well, what did you order? There you go. I want to, I always go quarter pounder with cheese and they make it fresh. Oh, that's what my wife loves. Yeah. She loves a quarter pounder with cheese. I used to just do McDoubles, which are way cheaper, but then I realized after eating one that it tastes better. Thank you very much. You too. But uh, yeah, if I put you on mute while I was actually ordering it. But yeah, uh, so... I'm really interested. Well, the game I'm covering tomorrow night is the uh, Washington uh, Mount Pleasant um, games, which my uh, five-year-old also has a dance routine at halftime of one of those games. Ooh. I think the girls' game, um, and I think those will be a couple of good games. The, the boys' game, uh, you know, Washington comes in kind of red hot. They did lose to Atumwa, but they are playing a lot better. And then Mount Pleasant comes in with a chip on their shoulder, so that should be a, a fun one. Uh, you know, as I said, Fairfield did play Keokuk super good at their place. Seems to be playing, you know, pretty good tonight. So, um, well, Keokuk just lost to Washington. Um, so you never know what's going to happen. Wow. That one. That's one of them deals where everybody beats everybody. 
Yeah, yeah. This, that's what usually the Southeast Conference is. It has been for the last couple of years. Um, but, and I don't know, you know, Washington went out and they, they were down like 14 against Fairfield, came back and beat them by 20. And then the very next night they beat Keokuk on the road. So that kind of shows that you just catch that little spark and it can take you a long way. Well, maybe Washington's one of them most improved teams uh, in the second half. I'll say Washington is a team, if you're a favorite, especially when it gets to like tournament, you don't want to play Washington because they can shoot the ball. They shoot so many threes. What happens if they're, you know, you just have to kind of worry about what happens if they're on and they're just banging in threes all the time. Uh, Nick Stone hit three threes in like a minute against Fairfield. And another another game that I might go to uh, tomorrow night, would be uh, Holy Trinity down at Van Buren. Oh, that would be pretty interesting to see if – I mean, Holy Trinity's really good. They'll be favored in that game for sure, but that's that's a, a little bit of a job for Holy Trinity to get down to the BBC. Well, I, I think the Peak and Lone Tree game uh, has potential to be a good one. Uh, Waco Hillcrest, now that could be a good one too. Yeah, especially because Waco's coming right off this really physical game uh, where, where they had to battle with Winfield. You know, Hillcrest can shoot the ball. Maybe maybe Hillcrest uh, tries to run up and down on him a little bit. Thank you very much. And maybe, maybe, I, I don't know, Hillcrest, I don't think Hillcrest played tonight. So Hillcrest has fresh legs. You know, they got some pretty fast guys and some good shooters. So that might be a, that might be a, 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 a you know, a, a, I don't even want to call it an upset because Hillcrest is a pretty darn good team. They're a very good team. Uh-huh. But, but you know they'll know. You know, Coach Kingrich will. Well, no, you know that Waco just played such a physical game against Winfield. You got you can use that to your advantage if you play it right. Unless they played some kind of makeup game that we don't know about. Uh, I don't think I don't know. I, we did a run, rundown on the uh, on Southeast Union Sports Talk today of just the games. I don't think I remember saying them, but I remember. Well, there's a game here listed that's going to play Saturday, and that's Minneapolis at Mount Pleasant. That will be a very good game. Uh, and then Keokuk has a game with somebody. Uh, no, it's it's Hillcrest. They play Hillcrest Saturday, uh, and I think I'm going to be covering that game too. So, uh, well, I think uh, unless you got any, do you know of any other Saturday games that I didn't mention? Uh, no, but I love. I think we talked about those two games a couple of days ago, and and those are really good non-conference games. Those are fun. I love the Mount Mount Pleasant Mediapolis is kind of like a weird. It's not a rivalry at all, and they're not in the same conference, but it's it's you know it's still like one road apart if you take the back roads. And so uh, it's kind of a fun little battle. All right. You got anything you want to say about the Southeast Iowa Union or, or your sports talk show or anything else? Yeah, actually. So, um, of course, everyone knows that uh, by now, though, the Southeast Iowa Union is now, uh, it's a two-a-week uh, two paper instead of a daily paper. But we did add a sports page. So you get three sports pages on Tuesday and three on Thursday. And you usually only get two. Um, but we've also doubled up on, you know, Southeast Iowa Union sports talk. Right now, it's going two a week when it used to be one a week. Um, I think we're eventually even going to throw in a little uh, other video things with sports, uh, you know, you know, kind of some quick updates and some quick hitters and stuff like that where you'll just get the news and we're still doing our show. Um, so there's still a lot for the uh, for the old union. And I know obviously you got to follow us at a union sports page so you can get some uh, so you can get some updates from games. And we also really appreciate it when people tweet us with updates because we don't always get them before. Um, but if somebody's live on scene, you got boots on the ground at a Southeast style game, we like to hear about what's going on. All right. Well, we're finally getting back to some basketball action, folks. Uh, yeah. Um, maybe we'll have enough to do it this week in high school basketball this week. 
because it just wasn't. I mean, there's literally three games canceled for every game that got played, so it was hard yeah. to keep up. Well, Andy, uh, uh, how was the food? Uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. I haven't started eating my fries yet because okay. my voice is already bad enough here, but I'm uh, I, I'm pretty pumped. I, I, I was going to eat concession stand food, and I, uh, you know, when you have kids, sometimes you uh, take them to the convenience store and you just use all your cash and you forget about it, and then you get to the game and you're like, oh, I have an empty wallet today, so. Uh, so I'm so I'm extra hungry for not being able to snack at the game. So it's going to taste pretty good. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Andy. <laughs> Thank you very much.